This is Quentin Blount, owner of the Blount Force and the current Flog Champion, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Flogcast Network. I am the Flog Commissioner, Scott Benzing, here for another weekly installment of the Commissioner's Corner. And we'll get right into it today. A lot to cover after this week two of the NFL. Um, The first being all of the injuries. I mean, I don't remember a time in the past where there have been this many devastating injuries to so many um, NFL players and big time players, not just small guys here and there. But I mean, we have Christian McCaffrey with the high ankle sprain uh, just got put on IR. So he's going to be out at least three weeks. They're saying the timetable for return is four to six. Uh, Michael Thomas missing time with um, banged up ankle. We have Saquon Barkley tearing his ACL out for the entire season. Um, It's just brutal. I mean, these guys were all tops at their position, and it's a big blow to anybody who has them on their team. It's really unfortunate. Um, And I'm not sure. Hopefully it doesn't continue because, man, it's just devastating. So many, so many injuries. But... I think it'll be fine. I think guys are finally starting to get into game shape. I think that hopefully we won't see as much of these hamstring pulls and um, soft tissue injuries like we've seen the first two weeks that kind of hobble guys for a bit of time. Hopefully we start to see fewer of those and really hope that we see a lot fewer of the big devastating injuries. But moving on, um, not a whole lot of NFL news outside of that. Uh, So we'll get right into Freak of the Week. And this week, um, I'll I'll eat my words. I I picked this guy to be, uh, he was in my player hating section last week. I picked him to not have a good game. And he came out and proved everybody wrong. Um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers had 18 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, and he also added four catches for 68 yards and another tud in there. 43.6 fantasy points. The dude absolutely went off. I mean, come on. Um, everybody thought that his touchdown numbers from last year were not repeatable. Um, apparently they are because he added three more today. I think he had one or two last week. Um, the guy's a stud. Probably never throw him in my player hating again. And yeah. So freak of the week, Aaron Jones, big, big week for him and for the Magic Skull Bus who had him on his team in a losing effort. Going into the studs and duds for this week, the stud quarterback got to give it to Dak Prescott. Um, For those who watched that game, the Falcons blew a huge lead. Cowboys came back. Um, Won't get into all of that, but... Dak Prescott with a huge game, 34 completions on 47 attempts, 450 yards passing, and a one touchdown. Oh, and he added three rushing touchdowns on five carries for 18 yards. 40.8 fantasy points. Big, big day for Dak. Um, Cowboys squeak out a win against the Falcons, 40-39. Um, yeah, Dak, he looked awesome. I mean, he's been hyped up all year. The big thing, though, is that who who expected Dak to get three rushing touchdowns in a game? I mean, he's not he's not Cam Newton. He's not carrying all the all the times at the goal line. They usually give it to Zeke. So 
little weird stat there, three touchdowns on five carries, but like to see the 450 yards passing as well. That's that's a big, big number. Um, some honorable mentions for stud QB of the week. Josh Allen, another big day, threw for over 400 yards, 38.4 fantasy points. Um, dudes looked awesome. He's had his over 700 yards passing in the first two weeks of the season, but they those two big games have come against the Dolphins and the Jets. So let's hold off on crowning him as one of the top QBs in the league, but you really like what you got to see, what you've been seeing from Josh Allen this season, uh, putting up tons of fantasy points and really throwing the ball well. Uh, it looks like Stephon Diggs has been a great addition there in Buffalo. Maybe it'll help kind of turn around his his passing game and maybe uh, give him a more reliable target outside of John Brown and uh, some of the other guys they have there in Buffalo. Another QB stud this week, honorable mention, is Russ Wilson doing his thing, throwing for five touchdowns against the Patriots on Sunday night. And his opponent, Cam Newton, also in the honorable mentions. Um, big day for him, throwing the ball all over the place as the Patriots are trying to play catch up with the Seahawks. Russ ended up with 38.3 fantasy points and Cam Newton 35.5. Um, I was impressed by Cam Newton. I thought his passing looked a lot better. Uh, I was I was not expecting him to throw for as many yards as he did. He was close to 400, I believe. Um, but we'll see how it goes moving forward. We all know about Cam on the goal line, getting all those rushing touchdowns. He kept it up this week. So good to see Cam Newton doing well in New England. Stud running backs is Alvin Kamara this week. He is my stud running back, 13 carries, 79 yards, and two touchdowns. Added in nine catches for 95 yards, 33.9 fantasy points. Um, The guy's awesome. I know TC is hurting from the loss of Christian McCaffrey, but he does have Alvin Kamara as his other running back. And so can't be hurting too bad because Alvin Kamara is an absolute stud. And I don't, I mean, he's just going to keep going all year, it seems like, especially with Michael Thomas banged up. Um, They're going to find ways to get Alvin Kamara the ball. And he always does a lot of good things when he gets it in his hands. So, unfortunately, I'm playing TC this week. So I hope that he does have a down week, but I'm not counting on it. Uh, As I said, Kamara ended up with 33.9 fantasy points. Some honorable mentions from the running back position Nick Chubb. On Thursday night against the Bengals, 25.8 fantasy points. Looked really good. The Bengals really leaned on him in the rush game. And his teammate, also in this honorable mentions, Kareem Hunt, 23.1 fantasy points. Um, Wasn't quite as involved through the first three quarters as he was in week one. But the fourth quarter, when the the Browns were trying to uh, drain some of the clock, secure the win, Kareem Hunt got in there and he looked really good. he looked really good with the limited touches. He had a receiving touchdown earlier in the game. And so, yeah, it he's definitely a guy you want to look at flex play pretty much every week, and especially in good good game script, good matchups, because the guy's a stud, and the only reason he's playing second fiddle on a, a different team is because of all of the the issues he had that got him released in Kansas City. So 
Cream Hunt putting up big numbers. Um, kind of a shocker here is Leonard Fournette, 25.6 fantasy points for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he didn't get the start. Tampa Bay was playing the Panthers. Ronald Jones got the start. There was a bad handoff slash Ronald Jones didn't get his elbow up high enough on a handoff from Tom Brady, fumbled the ball. And pretty much after that, Leonard Fournette got most of the touches. Um, Bruce Arians is vindictive. If you screw up, you're not going to touch the ball anymore. Ronald Jones screws up quite a bit, whether it's fumbling here or there, missing a block. So Leonard Fournette might start to get the majority of those touches out of that backfield. Um, he didn't really look great. He ran hard, but he's kind of a plotter. Uh, he did break off a 40-something yard touchdown run, though. That really saved his fantasy day. He did have another touchdown run up close. So um, as far as running, he didn't look great. But if he's getting the goal line touches, I expect the Bucks' offense to move the ball well. And he'll probably fall into the end zone quite a bit. Um, definitely more than he did in Jacksonville, where it just seemed like he never got into the end zone. Um, and then the last honorable mention for stud running back is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, put up. 22.8 fantasy points before he hurt that ankle. Uh, the thing here, though, is that the Bucks defense held him in check pretty well. He had, um, I think he ended up with 88 total yards on 22 touches uh, combined receiving and rushing, uh, which 88 yards combined receiving and rushing for McCaffrey is pretty low. That's a bad day at the office. Um, he did end up with two touchdowns, though. He got all of the red zone work and so ended up, having a good fantasy day because of those touchdowns. But um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate to see with his ankle that he's going to be missing a few weeks. I know he was pretty much universally the number one drafted fantasy player out there in any format. And to go down in week two to an injury is not good news for everybody who drafted him. So get well soon McCaffrey, but won't be seeing you for a few weeks. The stud pass catcher this week is a guy who earned the title last week, uh, and that's Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley had another big day, seven catches, 109 yards, two more touchdowns. He's got four on the season now, 26.4 fantasy points. The dude's getting it done, especially in a day where Julio didn't look great. Um, Julio didn't put up big numbers. Calvin was getting open. They're playing the Cowboys and Ridley looks really good, and he's definitely getting the majority of the red zone uh, looks there from Matt Ryan. So love to see that, a guy that I drafted in our first round this year in the draft. Um, guy's a stud. I think he's on pace to have a breakout season similar to what Chris Godwin did last year in Tampa Bay, where there's a clear number one on that offense. Um, in Julio this year, it was Mike Evans with the Bucks. But this new up-and-coming younger guy is going to thrive and put up more fantasy points because that number one gets the majority of the, the attention from the defense. So I see that coming for Calvin Ridley. Um, let's see if it continues because through two weeks, the guy's been amazing. So about honorable mentions for stud wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, big, big day with Josh Allen throwing him the ball. Stephon Diggs, 25.3 fantasy points. Uh, Terry McLaurin, 22.0 fantasy points. The Washington football team going up against the Arizona Cardinals. And Julian Edelman, 
uh, put up a career-high 179 receiving yards with Cam Newton throwing him the ball in Sunday night football. The guy looks awesome. He catches everything. Seems like he always gets open. Uh, I was concerned that Cam Newton and him wouldn't have the same rapport that he did with Tom Brady, but that does not appear to be the case because the guy just catches everything and always finds the soft spots. And I think that he's going to be just as good as he was with Tom Brady um, as he is with Cam Newton. So keep an eye on Edelman for big things in the future. And now we move on to the duds category. These are guys who did not have great fantasy days. And one of the stipulations for this is that I always include, I only include guys that were in flog fantasy lineups for the week. Um, start with the quarterback dud, Tom Brady. Now this is, this kind of hurts me because watching the full game, uh, he did have two touchdown passes dropped, which is, not going to help your fantasy your fantasy stats if you have two touchdown passes dropped. Um, he threw one interception, wasn't a good pass. Uh, kind of overthrew the guy, overthrew Gronk in the middle, got intercepted. Um, but Tom Brady ended up 217 yards passing in one touchdown, only 9.6 fantasy points. So if you started him, you were really disappointed. But the good news is is that, like I said, two receivers dropped touchdown passes in the end zone and that's not going to happen every week um so i expect him to rebound quite nicely the bucks offense looked pretty good i won't say fantastic but pretty good um the dud running back and this is a guy who mr justin ruff in our league just spent almost a third of his fab budget on his uh the guy the running one of the running backs who had a big game last week um, for his Indianapolis Colts, and that was Mr. Naheem Hines. Zero carries, one reception, four yards. Now, this is an ugly day for a guy that you just spent over 30 of your fab dollars on um, to only get you 0.9 fantasy points. Not even, not even one fantasy point. Couldn't do that for him. And it was, I think part of it was game script. The Colts were able to run the ball against the Vikings, they gave the ball to Jonathan Taylor so many times with Marlon Mack out for the season. Um, they didn't need to, Philip Rivers didn't need to dump it off to Naheem Hines a bunch like he did last week, but to get zero carries, that was the surprising part. Um, but maybe things will get better for him, or maybe it was just a waste of a third of your fab budget. Who knows? Only time will tell. But this week, definitely a dud. Some dishonorable mentions for duds. Um, uh, for running backs is first one Saquon this one was due to injury but only putting up 2.8 uh, fantasy points before that injury that's unfortunate the guy's out for the season um, another guy I feel terrible about because I love watching him play and he won't get to see him play for at least a year so sorry about you Saquon um, another guy Malcolm Brown Another big waiver wire ad this week, only putting up 4.7 fantasy points. He only got like 11 carries, uh, ended up injuring his finger. The Rams were up comfortably on the Eagles, so no reason to rush him back to action. Um, Daryl Henderson Jr. got the majority of the carries later in the game. Doesn't seem like anything serious for Malcolm Brown, but 
not a great fantasy day with the touches he did get. Uh, David Johnson, six fantasy points going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Again, bad game script. Um, they weren't running the ball a lot because they were down most of the game. And so he didn't get a ton of looks in the receiving game. I think he's still got talent, uh, but this was pretty much expected going up against the Ravens. And then the last one, Todd Gurley, 6.1 fantasy points. Going up against the Cowboys, a team that the Rams had just run all over the week before. Um, Todd Gurley on the Falcons when they were up pretty much all game. I mean, they were up the 20 at halftime. They were up 15 with like seven or nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. You'd think that he would have put up bigger numbers, but ended up with 21 carries for 61 yards. Not a good stat line. No catches. Um, just couldn't really do much against the Cowboys. Nothing to really milk that clock, run it out. So he was disappointment, dishonorable mention this week for the running backs. And then the dud wide receiver is Will Fuller. Started by the Magic Skull Bus. Zero targets, zero catches, zero points. Um, there was some news that came out later that he may have tweaked a hamstring or something, but uh, that was not apparent in the game, and it, it just seemed like, yeah, uh, a guy that gets you zero fantasy points in your lineup, never a good thing. Um, keep an eye on if that injury is serious. Uh, I typically try to leave guys that got injured out of the studs and duds, but when you're putting Will Fuller in your lineup over some other people who we'll get to in a second, Keegan, um, you deserve to have the dud wide receiver of the week. Some dishonorable mentions, T.Y. Hilton, 4.3 fantasy points. Um, surprising, especially with Paris Campbell going down early. Uh, Paris Campbell was another dishonorable mention. Uh, got injured. He had one carry for seven yards, and I believe he got injured on it. Really unfortunate for him. He was in the... LeBron King's lineup along with Naeem Hines, uh, but he still got the win. So I know he's happy for that. doesn't matter. Unfortunate, Paris Campbell got hurt. Julio Jones, 3.4 fantasy points. Not a good day for him. His teammate, Calvin Ridley, getting the stud award for wide receiver. Allen Robinson, 4.8. Adam Thielen, 4.6. Two Coon squad receivers that just didn't do much this week. Uh, Mark Andrews, 3.4 fantasy points. Pretty low outing for him after a big two-touchdown performance last week. And then A.J. Green on Thursday night, 4.4 fantasy points. Uh, getting Not doing much against Denzel Ward there. So that will do it for the studs and duds this week. Moving on to the bad benches. And I'm just going to keep it simple this week. And all of the bad benches are going to be given to the Magic School Bus. And... Keegan Scott, because he benched Terry McLaurin, putting up 22 fantasy points. Tyler Higby, tight end for the Rams, putting up 25.9 fantasy points. Benched Kareem Hunt, 23.1 fantasy points. And also James Robinson, the running back filling in there in Jacksonville, 19.5 fantasy points. Now, Keegan lost this week to the LeBron Kings, to Justin. And he has these four guys on his bench just absolutely going off. And the dude decides to throw T.Y. Hilton and Will Fuller in his lineup. I mean, that's head-scratching to say the least. Benching Terry McLaurin, 
he put in T.Y. Hilton and Will Fuller over Terry McLaurin, which is ridiculous. Um, Bench Tyler Higby in place of Jared Cook, which I guess that one's kind of acceptable, but Tyler Higby, I think, is ranked higher in most things every every week as far as um, tight ends that are uh, tight end rankings every week. Uh, bench Kareem Hunt, I guess that one's okay, and then James Robinson wasn't. But, I mean, McLaurin and Higby are two of the head scratchers. It seemed like Keegan was trying to get too cute um, going up against the, the LeBron Kings, and it ended up biting him in the butt. Um, just a quick note here. Uh, I, I went in and I did some some quick math. And if Keegan starts in his tight end slot, Tyler Higby over Jared Cook, and if he doesn't make the boneheaded move of putting in Will Fuller over McLaurin. So if Keegan puts Higby and McLaurin in his lineup over Jared Cook and Will Fuller, he wins this matchup. He wins this matchup by one and a half points. And so... Yeah, the all of the bad benches go to Keegan this week because his bench went off and he ended up paying for it. So we'll see who next week who makes the boneheaded mistake of benching some stud for a dud. And yep, we'll move on now to uh, my freak forecast and player hating. Um, actually, before we get into that, we'll go over my predictions from last week, which were terrible. Uh, all the guys I predicted to do really well last week ended up not doing anything, being way under their projected totals. And the guys that I was hating on last week, um, two out of the three just absolutely exploded. And so I'll get into that real quick. Uh, my freak forecast last week, I loved Paris Campbell and Marquise Brown. Um, Paris Campbell gets injured almost immediately, so nowhere close to his projected points. Hollywood Brown for the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens were just up all game, and so they just leaned on the rush game. No need to involve him. He only had five catches for 42 yards, projected 10.6, ended up with 6.7 fantasy points, so got that one wrong. And then I thought Todd Gurley would be able to run against the Cowboys, and I was dead wrong about that. He was projected 12.8 fantasy points. The Falcons put up 39 points, none of them by Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley ended up with about half of his projection at 6.1 fantasy points. So 0 for 3 on those to start the year. And then the guys I was hating on, uh, McCaffrey. Like I said, Bucks held him in check as far as yardage. 59 yards rushing, 29 yards receiving. Uh, did get two touchdowns, though. And that's immediately 12 points. He was projected 19.7, ended up with 22.8 fantasy points. So beat his projection, wrong on that. The one call I did get right was David Johnson. Um, he was projected 14.3 against the Ravens. I knew that wasn't happening. Ended up with 34 yards rushing and 16 yards receiving on two catches. So six fantasy points for David Johnson. And then the the last guy I was hating on last week, Aaron Jones. And um, you already know what he did since he was my freak of the week. So won't get into that. So I'm one in five to start the season. So I want to try to get some of these, these calls for next week, right. And we'll go right into my freak forecast. I believe Allen Robinson is going to bounce back. Did not have a great game this last week, uh, but the bears are playing the Falcons and everybody scores on the Falcons. Everybody can throw against the Falcons. And I think even Mitch Trubisky can have a big day passing against the Falcons secondary. 
So Allen Robinson is on my freak forecast. Projected 12.4 fantasy points. I think he gets this. I think they get him a touchdown. Um, I think he has a big day against the Falcons, and the Bears win pretty easily. But who knows? The Falcons always seem to be in the game, even though they can never seem to win one. Um, My next freak forecast, running back Kenyon Drake of the Arizona Cardinals. Has gotten off to a slow start. I won't say a bad start uh, because he's still getting a lot of volume, getting yardage. But he's not off to the start that a lot of fantasy players expected him to be. And I think he finally breaks out this week. I think he has a good game. I think he gets in the end zone. He's projected 14.6 fantasy points. I'm expecting big things from Kenyon Drake this week and expect him to beat that projection. Then my last freak is DK Metcalf. Um, Seattle playing against the Cowboys. The the Dallas defense is susceptible to big passing games. I mean, we saw it from the Falcons this past week. Uh, I just think that DK Metcalf is getting ready to take that next step forward as an NFL wide receiver. Um, After what we saw on Sunday Night Football against Stephon Gilmore, there's nobody on that Dallas defense anywhere near Stephon Gilmore's level. And DK Metcalf was just schooling him. And so I think DK Metcalf's going to have a big game. I think Russ is going to continue to cook. Um, DK Metcalf projected 12.6 fantasy points. I think he he easily beats that. I think the Seahawks roll the Cowboys. And moving on to my player hate. And guys, I do not think will live up to their projected points for the week. Number one is running back Melvin Gordon. Um, Broncos are going to be playing the Buccaneers. It's not going to be a good game script. Uh, they lost Drew Locke. They lost Cortland Sutton. I think that the Bucks are going to be able to key on Melvin Gordon, and I think that he's just the Bucks have a a good run defense and a sneaky good pass defense this year. I just think that Melvin Gordon's not going to be able to get it done by himself and with whatever quarterback they throw out there. So Melvin Gordon projected twelve point eight. I see him under that. Um, hating on Drew Brees as well. Just didn't seem like his dominant self, and especially with Michael Thomas being out, I don't expect him to look much better this week. Projected 19.9 fantasy points. They're playing in Green Bay. I think they're, I don't know if they're going to be down. Their defense is pretty good, but I just feel like they're going to want to spread the ball around, maybe get creative with Taysom Hill some more, um, get the ball to Kamara a lot, but I just don't see Drew Brees living up and getting anywhere near 20 fantasy points. So hating on him. And then the last guy is Joe Mixon. Hasn't looked good through the first two weeks of the season. And he it's not going to look much better going up against a good Philadelphia rush defense and uh, a game that they'll probably end up be uh, end up trailing where Joe, um, Joe Burrow will have to pass the ball to get him back uh, when they're in obvious passing situations it seems like Giovanni Bernard is more of the go-to guy there so Joe Mixon projected 13.8 I don't expect him to get that Um, but he could surprise fall into the end zone maybe beat it but I am still hating on him this week and now we will wrap up the show with some matchup talk Um, last week I projected a few guys to win, uh, trying to look here. Uh, I think I was three for four last week. 
I picked the Savage Patch Kids over the Blount Force, uh, which ended up happening easily. TC putting up 221 fantasy points to Quentin Blount's 168, which I'm sure he will continue to cry about. Oh, I play the high score every week, blah, 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 blah. Yep, so expect to hear that a lot when he's on the Flogcast. Um, the Terry's Terrorist pulling up the upset against the Coon Squad. Um, my upset of the week, the LeBron Kings ended up handling the Magic Skull Bus. We talked about all of Keegan's bad benches. So thank you, Keegan, for helping me get that predic- prediction right. And then I was able to defeat the Fresh Prince of Hell Air um, fairly easily, 199.5 to 164.1. So that means coming into this week, uh, we got some guys that are 0-2, we got some guys that are 2-0, and and then the rest are 1-1. So first matchup is the Fresh Prince of Hell Air versus the Blount Force. Two teams, 0-2, not looking good, not off to good starts. Uh, I think that Blount's team is probably more solid. He got Miles Sanders back, he looked good. I am going to take Blount here with the win to move to one and two. And unfortunately, Jake McKinley and the Fresh Prince of Hell Air dropping to 0 and 3. Next game, two one and one squads um, the Magic Skull Bus versus the Coon Squad. I just think that even with losing Barkley, I think Connor has the better week. Keegan's quarterbacks are not looking good. Um, I think Connor comes away with the win after relying on Eckler and Elliott. Uh, LeBron Kings and Terry's Terrorists, kind of a coin flip here, both one and one, going to give it to Ruff. And then the game of the week, two, two and O teams, the Savage Patch Kids, TC going up against my hail to the Chiefs, two and O. Um, even with losing McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, I don't have any running backs. Everybody died, can't play anybody. So I think Kamara carries TC to a victory here. Uh, I'm going to give him the win. So those are my projections for the week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Flogcast Network. Take care.